0: What's up, Active Lifers? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pestuch. I'm your host. And today, I'm going to tell you a story that is going to give you some insight as to why we do things the way that we do them at Active Life and perhaps give you some perspective on how you may want to do things in your business, in your life. The story ends with what we're doing today. And what we're doing today is... Providing services to the individual who finds themselves unable to continue going to the gym, to continue living an active life, to even continue to believe that the story that they wrote for themselves about what their future is going to look like is even possible anymore. We help those people reclaim their active lives, reclaim their physical freedom, and finally, have the confidence that they can rely on themselves. We do that through coaching and mentoring and educating online from anywhere in the world. It was through our experience doing that at a world-class level at this point for over 13,000 people that we started educating coaches who wanted the same thing for their clients and their careers on how to do it in their businesses and make a great living doing it bridging the gap between fitness and healthcare. And finally in doing that well, gym owners wanted to know how we were doing what we were doing. And so we started teaching gym owners how to build systems in their gym that afforded them the ability to create careers for coaches to work full time, to dedicate to their business, to make 70 to hundred thousand dollars as a coach in a gym full time and for those coaches to be profitable for the gym owner to employ. Everybody has the opportunity for fulfillment in the way that they deliver their services and the outcomes they get for their clients and the income that they earn for doing it. That's where we are today. I got off of a call with a prospect yesterday who is not yet a client. I believe he will be. That'll be up to him. He couldn't understand what I meant when I explained to him that we have one-on-one mentorship that is built into our program that they have access to twice a month on top of consistent course loads, on top of subject matter experts, on top of a network, all built for gym owners. All the while, their coaches are getting the same services, only... In the direction of what a coach needs from our staff, they get their own mentor who they're meeting with twice a month, once one-on-one and once in small groups as a gym staff. For the people who enroll who are just coaches who don't work in a gym, they get two private calls with their mentor every month one-on-one to go with the education that is 13 months long in core curriculum with two to three hours of learning every week and subject matter experts to get meetings with as well. They couldn't understand why this is what we did. Which to me was really surprising. They, they, These gym owners who I'm talking about, the prospects, there were two together on the same call. They couldn't understand how we did this and still ran a business that made money, which was surprising to me. And when I asked them why, what they told me was, they had done mentorship previously with a variety of other companies and they had never once been on the call with the lead of the course one-on-one. They had never been on a call with their private mentor one-on-one on on zoom when the guy or the woman wasn't walking through the halls of home Depot or managing staff in between classes at their own gym. They had never had a mentor, who showed up to a call prepared to give them actionable things to work on with the knowledge of what they talked about two weeks ago. They'd never done that. And they had spent tens of thousands of dollars a year on mentorship. And they'd never been on calls with less than 50 people to one. So they couldn't understand how does active life charge a similar price to these other companies that they worked with? If you're curious, by the way, for gym owners, the first year that you work with us, it's $32,000 a year for coaches who want to become professionals. It's $10,000 up front or 13 payments of eight seventy-five. You don't need to go searching around for our prices. That's what they are. Gym owners can break that up into one payment of $5,900 up front. And then it's $2,400 every month thereafter. In fact, that's the only way that gym owners can pay us. And that includes five people in the coaching education. So they said, how is it that you are able to afford to meet with us that way? I said, well, that's how the company is built. I don't understand. I said, well, don't worry about it. It works for us and it will work for you. And that took me back to a formative moment in my career that led me to design. Let me go back a second there that led me to facilitating our team to design our mentorship program is the way that we do them. I was at a mastermind in April, 2018 with a very well-known figure in the fitness space, uh, for whom I have a lot of respect around the success financially that he's had in his career. I was there because I didn't know how to grow a business to millions of dollars a year. And I believed that this is a place where I could go and learn how to do it. So the way the mastermind worked was it was $5,000 to go for the day or for the weekend. And if you decided that you wanted to be a part of the mastermind, there was an additional fee of, if I remember correctly, $45,000 for the rest of the year. Now, when I was there, I was surrounded by really impressive people. People who I'd heard on podcasts, people I'd been following on social media, people who I had immense respect for as both the way that they show up as people and the businesses that they ran. I still stay in contact with many of these people to this day because that's how much I respect them over the course of the two days. I kept on hearing the people who led the mastermind talking about impact, 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 impact. And what I kept on believing in my head was that what they really meant was income, 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 income. I want to make a lot of money. I've been very public about that on this podcast. I think making a lot of money is something that you should do if you love what you do and you're great at it. And I think I'm great at what I do and I love it. So I'm more than open to make a lot of money and I want everybody on our team to make a lot of money and I want all of our clients to make a lot of money. I think that making a lot of money is neutral. What you do with it and how you make it, uh, Well, that's where the character comes in. But so I kept on hearing them say impact and and believing they meant income because they really never talked about how the impact is felt. They never really talked about specifically how to do a better job for a client, how to make sure that the person you're working with is getting something valuable out of the service, that they're, they're getting more than they're paying for, that they would refer friends all day, every day. And they didn't talk about how to Maintain great relationships with their with significant others or or family or friends and and, I, and my thought was you know what maybe that's not as important as I started to believe that it was maybe those relationships and that impact maybe that comes after the money maybe you have to make the money first and then you can have those things that's what I started to believe over the two days I was in this room and and with these other people. Because that's what I was, I felt like I was being taught because all the impact, it always broke down into like, and then this is your front end offer. And then this is your continuity offer. And then you, I'm like, what, what about that is impactful except for my bank account? None of that makes any sense. The words don't line up. So a guest speaker went up and spoke. And you've heard me talk about this guest speaker. It was Jesse Itzler. And Jesse Itzler spoke about, an exp- he spoke for almost two hours. One of the things he said that I remember, and I, it's the thing I remember, was that when he was marketing, it, it was to living with, a, living with monks. He was marketing living with monks which is the second book that he wrote after living with a seal when he brought David Goggins to live at his house. He was on a book tour in New York. His family lived in Atlanta at the time. They still live in Atlanta, I believe. Uh, And they still live in Atlanta. No, I believe his son, his oldest son was, was having a swim meet and he didn't want to miss it. So he had a, a show in the morning that he had to record an interview at like a good morning America kind of show. And the next day he had another one. But so he recorded the show, jumped on a plane, went back to Atlanta to watch his son swim for like a minute and 36 seconds. Then he took his son out for ice cream. Then brought him home, went back to the airport, got back on a plane. and was back in New York for another show the next morning. And I took the check that I had in my pocket. Cause I was ready. I wanted it really bad. I wanted it to be successful. So bad. So bad. I was willing to do just about anything. I took the check in my pocket for $45,000, which would have just about put me to zero. And I tore it up. Um, I tore it up because that was the impact I wanted to have on my family. The impact that Jesse had just spoken about. That was the impact that I wanted to have on my family. And nothing about what I had heard for two days up to that, was going to afford me that it was just money. So tore up the check in my pocket and I reached out to Jesse afterwards, uh, made sure he became, I became somebody he remembered and I stayed on him and I stayed on him and I stayed on him until finally he invited me out to his house for a mentorship paid, paid him $10,000 to come to his house for two days and learn from him. And I remember there was a moment at his house when it was about 645 in the morning. It was like 40 degrees outside raining. His backyard is a hill that if you've ever seen his uh, his Instagram account, there's a hill there that is really steep and it ends in, in, in a lake and it was really wet. So there was no walking down the hill. It was sliding down the hill on your ass. I didn't bring the right clothes to get really muddy and dirty and disgusting. Uh, but Jesse comes out and he's like, Hey, do you want to, you want to go run the hill? And the immediate thought that went through my mind was no fucking kidding me. No, I don't want to go run the hill in the rain. It's cold outside. I, I don't feel like getting soaking wet and cold and no, that was the thought that went through my head. What came out of my mouth was, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Because I wasn't at Jesse's house to not do the things that Jesse does. the, The way you learn how to be more like somebody is to be more like somebody, do what they would do in the moment. So I ran the hill for like an hour. I don't remember all that much else from the event. I remember he called me a psychopath in front of the whole room, which was the second time someone had called me a psychopath in a complimentary way. He told the room full of people who were there, maybe eight other people, nine other people that he had no doubt I would be successful because I was a fucking psychopath who would keep going until I got what I wanted. He's right. Um, I remember doing a cold plunge. That's it. I don't really rem- Like there weren't any really big lessons that he taught that came out of it. But what, what I remembered was the ability to be around the energy I wanted to be. And I told him afterwards, I felt underwhelmed by what I learned about business that I wanted to learn from when I was there, but it wasn't until years looking back months and years looking back that I, cause it was in November of 2018, about eight months after the first event, uh, seven months, I learned how to treat people. I learned how to be the person worth following. And that was really valuable. So everything that we do at Active Life, when when I was really surprised, and I I don't know why I keep being surprised, but I was really surprised when these gym owners said to me, I just don't know, like, I can't believe you do it one-on-one. Thank you so much. This, at this point, it was my second two hour long call with them, making sure that they were a fit to work with us. And my third call in total, I had spoken with one of them for an hour, then the two of them for two hours. And then the two of them again for another two hours. And I, I assure you, it was two hours, both times of me telling them what I thought they needed to do in their business, not me telling them to enroll. In fact, after the first three hours of conversation, I told them that I didn't think they were a fit. Then they came back to me because there was a possibility that wasn't true. And now I believe they should enroll. And I told them as much. The reason I'm telling you this story is because I know that there are many of you out there right now who have worked with mentors or mentor groups who are working with mentors or mentor groups and you're thinking that like, maybe this is what it is. Maybe it is always 20 to 50 people with me, with the mentor, just going over our numbers, not even really knowing my name or what our business stands for or why it's important. Maybe the mentor doesn't know anything about my wife or my kids or my hobbies. Or would I want to be able to afford the staff who work for me? And maybe that's just how it is supposed to be. Maybe my mentor, who I get on the phone with every time, is just an idea factory. They're just giving me ideas that I could try in the business to see if that works. When there isn't really a plan, it's just try this, try this, try this. And maybe that's just what mentorship is. The reason I'm telling you this story is because I experienced all of that kind of mentorship. And I decided it would never be the kind of mentorship that we provided. In fact, a big reason why we're needed is because this mentorship doesn't exist until us, not in this space, not that I know of. And we are far from the most affordable We are far from the most general. We are not right for everybody at Active Life. As a gym owner, you must want the kind of client who normally when they walk into the gym, everybody goes, oh, what are we going to do with that person? That's who you're going to get all the time when you work with us. The person with a knee brace who's 100 pounds overweight, who has back and knee pain every time they do things, and no one else has been able to help them. That's who's going to walk into your gym. The person who's got shoulder pain when they hang from the bar. And every gym that they've gone to has just found a way to work around it. That's who's going to come to you. Whether you're a gym owner or a coach, if you're working with Active Life, those are the people you're going to serve because right now, neither fitness nor healthcare helps these people. And if we're going to help you help these people, we are acutely aware that we need to do it in a way that stands right beside you, right behind you. And allows you to have the confidence that there is somebody on our team who cares as much as you about your success. Who knows what success means to you beyond the financial figures of it. And including the financial figures of it. I always say, we're not a family. We're a team. And that's because when you're working with us and when we're working with you, whether we like you that day or not, if you're not successful, we're not successful. When COVID hit, I know it was a big boom for a lot of mentorship companies because people were desperate and a lot of mentorship companies led with ads that were steeped in fear. We made a promise to ourselves and to our clients. If our clients are not successful, if our clients are not making more money during this time than they were making before it, then we are not successful and we need to fix something. We stay up at night thinking about the success of our clients. We stay up at night thinking about the failures of our clients and the failures of our own influence on them. I appreciate those of you who get on the call with me and tell me thank you for doing it that way. And for those of you who've experienced something different, it doesn't have to be that way. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Active Life Podcast. Remember, if you feel inspired by our vision to humanize the healthcare industry, professionalize the fitness industry, and empower individuals to live their lives, to reclaim their physical freedom, To develop careers, helping people reclaim their physical freedom. All you need to do is head to activelifeprofessional.com, find the appropriate link that represents you, and get in contact. We'll see you there.